Dirtbags podcast. We are a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies and sometimes very special days like today we have a guest. Before we get into that, quick introduction for myself. I am Maddie. I am Carly. And so today we have somebody very, very special. We have actress, activist, advocate, and entrepreneur. You might know her from Superstar, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, but most notably Meredith Blake from The Parent Trap. We have Elaine Hendricks with us today. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Elaine. Hi. <laughs> I don't mean to call you intimidating because you're not, but Meredith Blake is <laughs> arguably one of the most recognizable characters for people of our generation. And yeah. she's horrible. <laughs> so. Hey, but wait, she's not <laughs> horrible. Way, though. <laughs> she's also kind of a boss. Like I kind of like want to grow up and be Meredith Blake. Sure, but she used to scare the bejesus out of me when I was younger. <laughs> Okay, so when that movie came out, I will never forget one of the many, many uh, encounters that I had with fans through the years. A a small girl, like maybe six or seven years old, was we were, she was with her mom. We were all in a bookstore and her mother came up to me and said, and this is like the movie had just come out. And she says, Mm -hmm. excuse me, are you, in that movie, are you the woman? I said, yes, I am. And the little girl looked horrified and took (laughs) off running (laughs) from me. So I've had that reaction. I've also, you know, now your generation has deemed like hashtag justice for Meredith Blake. You all have (laughs) redeemed me. A hundred percent. And there's a lot, you know, uh, like Carly said, I'm, I'm adult Maddie is like, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, she, when I, she goes after what she wants. It's it's great. But when when you're younger, when I was 12, I was also my biggest, my biggest fear in life was my parents divorcing. So the concept of my parents divorcing and then my dad dating somebody who like treated their kid, like some of the things that, you know, it just was a little, I was like, oh my gosh. But, um, so I was like a part of your childhood nightmares. I mean, yeah, no, I'm, so yes. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. It sounds like you're proud of that. But also, it's the thing that makes me laugh when we watched it kind of recently, Carly. I, I could be wrong on this, but Meredith Blake is 27? 26. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't look like that at 26. Well, how old were you? <laughs> 26. You were, oh my you, God. That's yes. not fair. I. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing it as an adult when it said 26, I was like, yeah, thing. Meredith was 26 oh. going on 40. Yeah, totally. I would say, I would say that for sure. Or, you I, I was going to say something. I just lost it. So <laughs> I feel very unprofessional right now, but I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say that the funny thing about Parent Trap is that like, I don't know what the names of the parents in that movie even are. I know the <laughs> Lindsay Lohan characters, but my generation, you say the name Meredith Blake. Yeah everyone in the room knows who you're talking about That's like if you said the other true. characters names it'd be like i don't know what you mean but meredith blake iconic so I don't you think i could think of the girls names i mean 
Hallie really? is one. But anyway, I just I just think it's very cool that you made this character your own and just like it's you're in the zeitgeist basically with this character, which is pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool too. We certainly didn't cool. know what we were what what we were creating. Yeah. We did know what we were creating as far as like a good movie. Sure. It's Nancy Myers and Charles Shire. They don't make anything subpar at all. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, we knew we were making something very special, but that would have this long of legs with this kind of impact still to this day. No, yeah. we did not know that. I yeah. also, I don't want to speak out of turn, but the Parent Trap is a remake and the original one is pretty iconic it's quite scary I would imagine to do a remake and then you know it could a lot of the time they flop and they you know it's not as good as the original but arguably this one is far better than the original (laughs) I mean the original is great don't get me wrong but this one is so iconic again I'm saying for our generation is just so iconic that there's so many references that still come up and everything like that yeah well sometimes you have the benefit of hindsight when you do Mm -hmm. these movies and uh, you know it's sort of I I liken it to bowling with guardrails so um you you don't you you certainly the ball can go in the gutter with some um with some remakes but ours certainly didn't again we were in such good hands with Charles and Nancy and then the original director said david swift he said that it should have always been directed by a woman there was just a a certain warmth that nancy brought to it yeah the original came out in 1961 and at that time movies were quite different than they are you Mm -hmm. know art in modern times today Mm -hmm. so we just had a a lot of things going for us sure yeah totally well we might as well get into some teenage stuff yourself, since you are such a big part of our adolescence. We want to learn about you. Um, where did you grow up? So my teen years were spent in three, well, like right heading into my teens, solid into my teens, and then coming out of my teens, I spent in Kentucky, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then Georgia. My oh. parents actually did get divorced when I was had just turned six. And so my parents ended up living in different cities and then ultimately different states. And then, and then, and uh, yet another state in between. So it started out, it was just Tennessee and Kentucky, and then it was Kentucky and Georgia. So we, we had a a whole other state between us. And I went to three different high schools. I went to, yeah, I went to, well, you know, when I was going in, cause I think of teenagers like middle school and then into high school, it's like sort Mm -hmm. of, you know, the, the, the real prime years. Mm -hmm. So when I was just heading into middle school, I moved to live with my father who had gotten remarried and the town that we went to their sixth grade, which was our middle school where I was growing up, but there, their sixth grade was part of elementary school. That's like us. Oh, it drove me crazy. I was like, I felt like I was graduating. And then I just went, I was like, I'm going to elementary school again. Oh, I was so bummed. I was really, really bummed. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I went back to Tennessee and I was 
got officially got to go to my middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, some cities call it junior high. We were at, sure. we were a middle school. And then I was in Tennessee for my freshman year of high school. And then I went to two different high schools in Georgia from sophomore to senior. God, that's gotta that's be hard. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> was it really hard? Like you had balancing different friends, being the new kid all the time. Like that would be tough. Yeah. You know, I don't look back on any of that and think of it as, boy, it was a hard, it was a hard time. I knock on wood. I've always um, made friends very easily. Mm-hmm. I've always been someone who liked to be a part of multiple cliques. I never settled into, you know, one or another. Um, and sorry, I am so sorry. Can I pause? That's my doorbell, which I don't know why. <laughs> that's quite all right. It's not the first time that's happened. You can go it's check like it if you a, want. It's like, who's calling me? Who's, who's <laughs> you're coming to my door? Oh. Um, okay. So, um, okay. So I always, I made friends really easily, but the older I get and the more that I look back on my childhood, I wonder if at the time, I was far more affected by it than I mm. knew right. because my parents divorced because I lived in so many places because we had a, a very big, full active life. I, I grew up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I just, I, so I wonder, I was like, Oh, you know, there's, I have a tender spot for that inner child and certainly that inner adolescence within mm-hmm. me that I think, oh, you baby, I, I wonder oh. if you, you know, yeah. if it was harder than it, than it seemed at the time. Right. Yeah. But you, that, probably that helped you kind of when you went off to LA, it probably helped you not be so intimidated by trying to click with different people and network. Cause you're just like, this is just like high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a what a, a, I'm, I'm I'm crossing my fingers here. It's like an amalgamation. How's that yeah. for a word? You know, a <laughs> blending of. I'm sure there was far more fear than I thought there was, but I also had both an innate ability to be daring, as well as a fostered ability to be daring. My parents right. fostered that. My community fostered that. I certainly fostered it. I was. Um, my best friend, who I met during the Parent Trap, uh, Lisa and Walter, recently called yes. me very bold. Mm-hmm. that I just will, will kind of do anything. And I've always, I've definitely always been like that. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I, I appreciate it now that I'm really grown up now that I'm full on adulting, no <laughs> denying that I am adulting <laughs> now. Right. I look back and I go, yeah, yeah, I really, I, I kind of went for it all my whole life. And those early years certainly prepped me. Yes. For LA. Yeah. I think I think your boldness that Lisa and Walter, which I have written down because I think that is such a fascinating and incredible friendship. But um, I think that comes across in a lot of the characters that we see as well, like that that you play, because, you know, there is something, as we've already mentioned, Meredith Blake, but also um, and not to take a oh, step away from the teenager years, but Lisa in Romeo and Michelle, like she's got a boldness stepping away from the A-list group and you know there is something to be said about that um as Evian Graham being a leader and superstar yeah yeah. absolutely (laughs) like that that teenage life that you're explaining like just the moving all the it's 
because I know, uh, I mean, a lot of people know how hard high school can be for a lot of people. And, you know, that's a, that's a very unique situation and, and you made it through and it's nice to hear (laughs) when people make it through. Right. And they have a positive outcome. Like, I mean, it's, it's, you're, like you said, you've, you're a full grown adult now. (laughs) So what, what were you like as a teenager? Um, not so much about, you know, necessarily clicks or anything, but did you know you wanted to act? Did you want to do, like, what did you want to be? What were you like? Were you funny? Were you quiet? What were you like? like? Did you play sports? Any of that stuff? Yeah. All of it. Yes. I, <laughs> I am a very outgoing introvert. Oh, okay. I love that. I love it. Okay. I'm yes. similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I reach, I have to be alone to recharge, but Mm -hmm. boy, do I love being out with people. I love being in the spotlight. And then I got to like, peace out. I got to go be on my own for a little (laughs) bit. And uh, I think that's because I was an only child uh, growing up and I was just used to being by myself a lot. But as a kid, like I said, I had, I had all kinds of different friends. I was very active in school. Um, I, I'm probably one of the weirdos who I loved school, mm. brought me a lot of structure. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. I take direction really well. I love learning. Oh, um, I still to this day, I take all kinds of different classes and workshops and I just, I love it. And so I was involved in school. I was involved in my community. I was very into sports um, and, and at that for for that age at a very high level when i was in middle school our cheerleading squad we were number 1 in the state we were number 4th in the like us region and we were 11th wow. in the nation wow so i competed at a very high level with cheerleading i was a dancer i ran track oh my gosh. um yeah and then once i didn't i was always in school plays but I had no idea that I was going to become like a professional performer. I didn't know that was even a job that I could consider. I grew up in a very small town in East Tennessee. And then when I lived in Kentucky, it was an an even smaller town. And it wasn't until we moved to, to Atlanta, Georgia, that I was like, Oh, I went to, I started going to a performing arts high school. And that's where I learned like, Oh, I could do this for a living. And so at that time I became I took my dancing very seriously. I was dancing two to eight hours every day, seven days wow. a week okay. and classically trained. Wow. Yeah, very, very seriously. And then I won a model search and then I learned about, I could take acting classes and I started doing commercials. And then I met someone who's like, well, you should come out to LA. And I was like, all right. And so then I went <laughs> out to LA. And so I just, I've always, I've always gotten involved. It's That's It's amazing. a very rare thing that I'll say no to some sort of adventure that's so great you're kind of yeah you're kind of um (laughs) the person that everyone should aspire to be (laughs) I mean (laughs) I don't know about that but (laughs) I like I knew girl like girls like you in high school and I was Mm. like dang they're just doing it they get good grades they're on the basketball team they're also kind of artsy and I'm like I wish I wish but you know I just didn't I just was too much of an anxious teen to I just wanted I wanted no one to notice me you know I just wanted to get by but looking back I wish I could have been more go-getter but so that's awesome that and yeah the dancing stuff like 
did you ever become, I don't know, professional? Like were you ever paid dancer? Yes. That's how I started my career. I, I did. Okay. I danced in a lot of music videos, early rap videos in the nineties, like for MC hammer and Love Keith Sweat and yeah. Um, cameo Houdini, all these early rappers and R and B artists. And then, um, I did a big campaign. It aired, uh, it was one of those, you know, um, highly anticipated Super Bowl commercials I did for Levi's. I was a dancer for that. I did shows for, I toured the US with Nike. I danced for Mattel, like all these big companies. Yeah. Whoa, that's a big deal. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of fun. My life, I really love they say once a dancer, always a dancer. <clears throat> but I recently <laughs> attempted to go back to dance class and I'm going to really challenge that adage that I, <laughs> I don't know. If once a dancer. Yeah. But um, I love having that background and I love yeah. the experiences that I had. Wow. Yeah. Art. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. The well, the well-roundedness of everything mm-hmm. you're saying, just like Carly kind of mentioned is just so I'm, it's just so great. Like, it's just the fact that you can say you've done all these things and they've helped shape you into who you are is just. But here's, here's the real question. Did you ever get into trouble? Was there ever a time where you were like, Oh, like I got into trouble. Yeah. It's a teenager. Yeah. Oh, I see. (laughs) You mean like when I got busted for shoplifting or. There it is. There it is. (laughs) When I flipped my mom's car, you mean things like that? Yes, this is the good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, this is what the good stuff, the clickbait. Oh, (laughs) no. Wow. Okay. Yes, I did. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But I also, it was sort of all in one area of my life. And I learned from it very, very quickly. Like Mm -hmm. I'm someone I don't, it's, there's really only one area of my life and that's in romantic relationships unfortunately i've had to touch the stove more than once to know that it's hot <laughs> everything else it's like oh no i learned very quickly right. right like like got in trouble did that don't have to do that again right. sure that makes sense yeah yeah oh my God, that's so funny <laughs> so at what stage after during the dancing and that's where your career started as you said at what point did it go from dancing into acting or was there a bit of an there must have been an overlap there at some point yeah there was because I had a very my mom both my parents went to college my grandmother like went to high school when she was 13 she was a genius and Mm -hmm. then became a teacher my other grandmother was a nurse my grandfather was one of my grandfathers was a doctor Another my of my all of my my point is all of my family went to university they were all very smart Mm-hmm. and um, very accomplished. And my mom worked in higher ed. She worked when we were in Tennessee, she worked at a community college and then the SATs and the ACT tests, she worked for ACT. And she did that for almost 30 years once wow. we moved to Georgia. And so she was always very a very big proponent of going to school, higher education. However, she was extraordinarily supportive of me. Mm. And so we had a sit down talk and she understood how, how much I loved dance and how much I loved the arts. 
And she said, you know what? I, I think that you should go for it. There's, you can always go to college, no matter how old you are, Mm -hmm. but you can't always perform and dance at this level. And I don't think you should have a backup plan. She's like, burn those bridges and go for it. Wow. That is incredible. It is is incredible. I I realize how special that is because so many, um, so many people in the world don't have that support. It took my dad a little bit longer. He, you know, we didn't live, I didn't live with him full time. So he didn't see and understand the passion. Like my mom did. My dad was trying to get me to become a dentist. And I was like a dentist. Oh <laughs> my God. What? <laughs> um, and then what I, and I think a lot of that was just, he was protective of me. Sure. And as, and that's the reason why parents do, they, you know, go, you know, they want something solid for their, for their kids. Mm-hmm. Your dad's point of view is a lot more common than yes. your mom's in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But once I started getting success, he came around and then oh. he was entirely supportive. That's cool. amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. I love that. That's, I mean, I just kind of, I'm repeating myself now, but I was going <laughs> to say that's so amazing that your mom mm-hmm. was like, goodbye, no backup. Let's just do it. That's so great. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. yeah, it really was. And she, uh, she passed away in 2017 Mm -hmm. and having that rock that un um truly she get i mean we listen mother daughter they have we we certainly had our battles but she also gave me unconditional support Mm -hmm. that is unrivaled by anyone else in this world so without her i i notice it yeah mm-hmm. tremendously i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry for yeah. your loss but she yeah. seems like she really obviously is a huge part of your success of your life of mm-hmm. your who you are and your well-roundedness and everything so that's it she yeah. lives on for you which is really really amazing yeah a lot of the time that's not the case it's true i'm very much a product of both my parents but especially sure. my mom who taught yeah. me to be a very strong independent and venturous go-getter female. I mean, my mom in the 60s, uh, when she was at late 60s into the early 70s, when she had me, she was probably, if not the first, she was certainly one of the the first women who went to university while she was pregnant. Like that just didn't happen back in the day. She was one of the founders of the very first Rape, rape crisis center in East Tennessee. Oh my God, that's so amazing. My, yeah, my mother was um, in her own right was a very pioneering woman, and she for sure imbued me with that. Do you love all these? Speaking of like testing, all these like <laughs> SAT words I'm pulling out. Today? I, it makes me feel <laughs> like I've never used the English language before. <laughs> There's great. a lot of big words, but I love it. And yeah. So I want to go into a little bit because it sounds like this is something that maybe your mom helped inspire because you have, as we've mentioned, a hugely well-rounded life and mm-hmm. career, and you are a huge activist for mm-hmm. animal rights. And I love that I we we love it. We yeah. and we have a lot to say, but also an entrepreneur, and you have your company EHXCBD, mm-hmm. which we want to talk about because to go with. Well, I guess let's start with how that came about. Tell us about the starting of that. Yeah. Of of the company? Of the company, please. Yes. 
Yes. And <laughs> so, um, so some friends of mine had a CBD company and then they approached me and they're like, it was a part of, um, some other companies that they had. And they said, you know what? We really, I tried CBD because of all my injuries from dance and the mm-hmm. flipping the car and all this. I was right. also hit by, by, I was hit by a car when I was on a bicycle. I have a lot of injuries wow. just from okay. sports and yeah. life and living this this boldness. Mm-hmm. And I found that CBD really truly helped me. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, hey, so what did you think about you becoming the face of this company? And I was like, God, I love that idea, but I would really want to make some changes to it. He's like, you can make it anything you want. Wow. And so we went into a partnership. Amazing. Yeah. And I kind of took it over and now have EHX CBD. EHX is my initials, Hendrix with an X. So Elaine Hendrix with an X. And um, I've put my all into, I've put my, just every bit of my love into this because I genuinely believe in it. And I, I believe in the healing p- power of plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of plants, but CBD is something that is universal and even youngsters can use it. I, I they don't promote, you know, younger than younger than 18, but youngsters can use it. Sure. Teachers can use it. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm I'm a big proponent of that because because of its universality. I yeah. think that um something that was very kismet and, and for me when we uh when chris actually reached out to us about speaking to you i had just started seeing a naturopath because i have anxiety which i talk about all the time i have add i can't sleep i have two kids also so like that's also why i can't sleep but you know there's i'm just a a ball of and back pain. anxiety <laughs> back pain like just i just i'm a crazy person in the best way um and anyway, so I, I thought, I just, I started seeing a naturopath. He said, well, why don't you try CBD? And I was like, I've never truly, and I'm I'm being completely honest here, I never really thought of, you know, CBD, THC, any of that. But when he explained to me the, the um, properties and the benefits of CBD, I was like, why am I, why am I 30, whatever, four, and hearing about this for the first time, mm. um, and then also was something that we thought was really fascinating was the connection you have with your company and animals and CBD use for animals. Yeah. And I know that Carly wanted to say a little bit about that, but I think that the coinciding of your love for animals um, is really interesting with the two things kind of coming together. And I'd love to hear a bit more about that and about animals in general, because we are big animal lovers here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, the CBD, sometimes it can be infused with THC. My products have sure. zero THC. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no, it doesn't get you high at all. People have all kinds of questions about that. And they're like, well, you know, if I get drug tested at work, you're, you're completely fine. Right. Mine, it's uh, hemp, but it has none of the THC from it and uh, it or in it. And um, it's a, it's a gentle, uh, it just rounds out the edges mm-hmm. and can help um, like, it's just softens like tension. That's I a have really found, good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I have found. And with that, it's also really good for animals. 
And we're coming out with, we're in the pr- process of developing. Okay. Well, so let me back up here for a second. We have, <laughs> okay. um, we have a whole line of human products, tinctures, <laughs> lotions, gummies, bath bombs, Epsom salt, lip balm, hand sanitizer, um, oh, a roll on for your muscles. And then for animals right now, we have a, uh, just our tincture where developing treats and we're developing a shampoo and conditioner line. And CBD, I also believe in it so much because my dog is very reactive to thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. And all I have to do is wrap her in a thunder jacket, rub some CBD on her gums and she's good. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It will. And if my dogs are ever, um, like I have another, I have, a, he's an older puppy, but still very puppy energy. And every once in a while, I'm like, I'm, come, calm down, come down, come here, come here, come here. And I give him some, I yeah. put a little, uh, CBD on him and it just calms him right down. Well, that's, that's so great. You so we put both- it on their skin. So you can put it on their skin if they have like, uh, um, I had one who like got a little, like this little scratching spot. You can put it on a heat. Oh, what are the um, heat spots? Yeah. Like sunspots. Yeah. Yeah. That's Carly literally is going through that right now. I wish I, I wish I, yeah. Well, okay. We both have rescues and they both sort of have different issues. Um, Harvey right there and Maddie's screen, um, very scared of thunderstorms. And uh, my dog has a lot more severe issues with anxiety and aggression and not towards me, but she's very protective over me and garbage trucked. Every, every sound is something she feels anxiety about. So I would, I will definitely try out that because I just last week spent $400 at the vet just trying to help her sunspot. And so they gave me antibiotics and cream and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will I will spend the money because I love this dog, but like, it just feels like something like your product could be a much easier, simpler way to go about these certain issues. I would, I would definitely try it. And I'll even for, um, for all, for y'all's listeners and everyone, I'll do a 15% off code, uh, dirt bags. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yes. we'll a, yeah, we'll do a special code so you can get 15% off oh, all, all the products on the website, ehxcbd.com. And um, and then I'll send you some of the, the animal tincture to try because you can administer it. You can rub it in their gums. You can put it on yeah. food. You can put it on their paws and oh, they'll lick it off or directly so onto their skin. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. That would, it's, yeah, we would love that. We, Carly and I, love we got our dogs we used to live together when we both got our dogs and we got them like <laughs> two days apart yeah. what was it car something like that something and crazy yeah we had they were both rescues as she said and just very opposite dogs they love each other but they're so like harvey my dog is so anxious but not and they're both anxious but harvey's anxious but scared and carly's is more reactive as she said but Mm-mm. it's it's i want to just like this just having something that's not a medicine like not a you know medical prescription thank you that's what i'm trying to say um to just make them happy like i just want them to be happy i just want them to be i want them to have the best life like (laughs) as they deserve as they deserve this this girl as you know she was good we got her right before covid and 
you know, she, thank God for that. Cause I would have gone crazy without her over COVID, but you know, it's, they deserve the world. And, and it's also just nice going back to, um, I guess just to clarify the pills that I had taken were just the CBD, no THC ones. And like what you said, how you said it softened it. It's exactly that. Cause I was waiting for the, um, I didn't know what it was going to be. So I was mm. waiting for whatever it was and you nailed that's the exact perfect description where I was sitting there and I went I just feel like I just feel like held almost like I just feel kind of comforted in a weird way and just good I just felt calm and happy and and um but not high there was no high element to it which I wasn't sure whether I didn't know what I was gonna feel and you nailed it you nailed the you hit the nail right on the head. That's the, <laughs> the description is perfect. But yours is animal cruelty free, we should say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. I mean, that was uh, we changed from their original formulas. We changed the lip balm because theirs had beeswax in it. And so okay. mine does not mine as uh, completely vegan, cruelty free, yeah. yeah, non-GMO, gluten free, um, yes. non-paraben. That made is. in the US. It's it's good stuff. It's very high quality, very, very high quality. So was that those were one of the changes, some of the changes that you wanted to make when you joined the the animal cruelty free and vegan, that kind of stuff? Well, it was already, I mean, there's very you know, CBD is a completely at least to this point in THC, that whole world is is not regulated yet. So mm-hmm. there's no animal testing to it. Um, animal testing really only comes into play when you start getting into regulated products mm. um, and certain uh, medical products and procedures and some other things. But um, so there was there was already no testing involved, but the products weren't necessarily vegan. Sure. Right. And that we made sure of. Cool. Right. That's amazing. And, that is so cool. And are yeah. you vegan? I am vegan. Yeah. Okay. How long have you been vegan? So I have been vegetarian for the better part of, I was vegetarian for the better part of almost, wow, almost 30 years now. Oh. And, oh my God. and then, wow. And then this year is my year 10 of being vegan. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy yeah. anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it, took, it took me a second to, uh, to get on the vegan because when I first became vegetarian, I didn't do it for animal purposes. I did it because I was really into yoga and my boyfriend mm. at the time and I just said, yeah, we're going to become vegetarian because that was the practice we were doing. And then yeah. it wasn't until years later that I discovered what was happening to animals. I watched an undercover fur video Ugh. and it completely changed my life. And from that point forward, I became a big animal activist and I learned a lot and then I thought, oh, being vegetarian was like, great, uh, that's perfect. I'm an animal activist. And then I still learned what was happening with vegetarian products and animals. So then that's when I converted fully to uh, wow. a full yeah. vegan. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That that explains why you have such great skin. It's, <laughs> that explains know, it. I, it's a big, <laughs> that, that and I sold my soul to the devil. Okay. But, <laughs> Okay, so um, either option. Yeah. One of the two. Uh, but I, I tell people if you don't want to sell your soul to the devil, then yes, being vegan definitely makes a big, big yes. difference. Yeah. So funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, people can just so that we 
yeah. before we go too much uh, further, I wanted to say your website for the uh, CBD. It's ehxcbd.com. Yes. And okay. for our listeners, if you type in dirt bags, is it going to be dirt bags with an S or with a Z? Because that's a good I question. I love that you said Z. Well, what's the, oh. what's the with your show? Our show is with a Z, with a Z. <laughs> then it's going to be a Z. Okay, yes. great. Z it, it is. <laughs> We're Canadian. Um, okay, amazing. So if you guys want to go check out ehxcbd.com and you use the code dirtbags with a Z, Z <laughs> um, you can check out some of the products over there. That's yeah, so get 15, 15% off. Amazing. That's amazing. I really appreciate it. Well, well, we really be, appreciate that. <laughs> before we go, I was just going to ask you a quick lightning round um, to, to go back into your teen self. Oh, boy. <laughs> and just ask a few. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a few questions about, I don't know, what what you liked and maybe didn't like when you were 16, 17. Um, okay. 16, okay. 17? Yeah, That's like around there. That's around there. Right. Yeah. Any teenage, yeah. Yeah um okay so first and foremost um movies that had a huge influence on you you know when I was 16 or 17 I wasn't going to the movies there you go why <laughs> just because it wasn't cool no she was be- busy dancing and doing yeah. all oh. the stuff <laughs> yeah Got having it. the most well-rounded <laughs> yeah. life in the world but yeah, totally movies, so maybe yeah. not as well-rounded as we thought yeah, I well, you know what? I'm gonna actually take that back. Okay. I um I wasn't going to the movies as much, but um a friend of mine and I went every Saturday night. I don't know where they still do it, if they ever still do it, but Rocky Horror Picture Show was a thing to go oh. and get all dressed up. Yes. And they were there were callbacks and sing along and you would bring props and all that. We did that yes. every Saturday for the longest time. That so that's is... what I was doing when I was like 16 and 17. So I'm gonna I say Rocky it. Horror Picture Show. You've got to be in a remake of Rocky Horror. Oh uh, don't do tease it. me. Don't you've tease gotta me. do it. That, you could be a fantastic Janet. Fantastic. <laughs> no, if you... I'm gonna do that, then I'm gonna be like Columbia. Great. You could be a great Columbia too. You could be yeah. a great partner. You could be whoever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's change it. Let's go. You could be, that would be so much fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That is a Come favorite of Maddie's. I've only seen I it once. It. I know. I, I feel bad. Oh. I have only seen it once, but um, okay. M- musicians or bands that had a big influence on you? Pat Benatar. Okay. Oh, didn't even have to think about it. No, okay. I, I, I love Pat Benatar and um, Debbie Harry. Okay. would be second yeah but i love the okay. rocker chicks and pat yeah. benatar's was yeah. my jam you're you're only becoming cooler to us as you answer <laughs> these questions <laughs> glad um, to hear it because these <laughs> questions really like really uh can um it can make share, or break. share a lot about my my yeah, sure, uh, place sure. on this earth <laughs> yeah. i'll yeah. say it that way um maddie jump in here anytime a uh, celebrity crush oh that's a good one um okay when I was that age who was my celebrity crush god that's a great question Dennis Quaid no (laughs) that would have been great sorry sorry Dennis (laughs) um Randy no I'm just kidding who randy quaid oh yeah uh, that's an absolutely not no offense randy um you know the the first person who comes to mind and it wasn't even a celebrity who was my celebrity crush i don't even know if i have 
that's like the movie. God, I would have, I mean, the, the person who I thought he was cute would maybe Rick Spring, Springfield, but I don't think he was a crush. I can tell you when I was younger, okay, like, okay. like a little kid, I was obsessed with Sean Cassidy and Robbie Benson. Okay. okay. Especially Robbie Benson. We'll okay. take that. Yeah. But as I got older, mm, not so, not so much. I think I was like really into, I started getting into boys my own age. So I didn't really think. Sure. Got it. Yeah. That's probably healthy. That's, yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. probably good. Um. Okay. Hold on. Wait, I am not ready though. I'm not ready to leave Meredith. I almost called you Meredith. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Elaine. Um. I had a good one in my head. But I can't. Uh, okay. What was a great first date spot? A great first date spot. Well, okay. How's this for? So, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> very little in my life is like very cut and dry. So I wasn't allowed to date until I got into high school. Like I couldn't even go to a to a school dance with someone. And I went yeah. to both my junior prom and my senior prom stag with oh, my best nice. girlfriends okay. at the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I didn't do a whole lot of dating, but like my first like boyfriend um, was get, like, you know, I grew up in a small town. So we would go, that's when we would, you would go cruising. You right. like, you would meet up in the Mr. Gaddy's parking lot, oh. you jump in somebody's car <laughs> yeah. and you, you would drive down the strip and you'd go through the McDonald's parking lot. You go through the Wendy's parking lot. You would drive all yeah. the way down to the Hardee's. You turn around, you go back and you go to Mr. Gaddy's, see who, see who else came out. Oh, and then maybe you got to the lake or something, but right. that's yeah, you know, small town living. Yeah. That, that was kind me. of same. I, I grew up in sort of a small town as well. And, and it wasn't just dates. It was just weekends. We're just driving aimlessly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just see what happens when we go drive. Okay, last question for you. And this you don't have to be a teenager for this one. This can be grown, full adulting, Elaine. Okay. Um, your favorite teen movie? Oh, my favorite teen movie. <laughs> That's a tough question. There's so many. I know. I do love 13 going on 30. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, I do love that. But back in my, you know, from back in my day, when we were, <laughs> um, movies later that I came to appreciate were things like 16 Candles and yeah. Breakfast Club and Isla St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, yeah. if you yeah. haven't watched St. Elmo's Fire, first of all, shame on you. Second, go watch it immediately. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and so I like those movies, but probably yeah. one of my all-time ultimate, ultimate favorites would be Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Wow. I was not. Yeah. Expecting not expecting that. that. I can quote the entire movie. Yes. Uh, I can watch it and just oh, that, talk along yes. with it. That is so, yes. I could have <laughs> put every single teen movie in the world before that. <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. Napoleon Dynamite is fantastic. I just. Great. Oh, that's so... I'm pretty cool. sure I it's just... a Canadian movie, so thank no, you. No, it's not, really? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think it was filmed yeah. in Alberta. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, really? maybe. maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. We might have to check that. But <laughs> I used to have this, like, <laughs> shirt that said the Liger on it, and there was the Liger that Napoleon makes, yeah. or somebody makes. I don't even remember now. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I love that movie. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, that's... that's, that's it's literally, like, in my, in my top five. That's that so is... funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. 
I just wasn't expecting that answer. That's so funny. Okay, amazing. I, that's great. Um, can you tell us, as we wrap out here, can you tell us where people can find you online, where they can check you out on Instagram or any of those kind of things? Where can we see you? Yeah, so I have a website, elainehendricks.com. But all of my social media, all of it is Elaine, the number four animals, Elaine, four animals. I follow you. Thank you. (laughs) I'll follow back. And, um, uh, you know, one of I'm, I haven't been active lately, but I have a a good solid interaction and following and I love TikTok. I I haven't been Mm -hmm. on it for a little while because I've I've had a lot going on, but I'm, I'm slowly making my way back to it. And one of it's gotten, I don't know, at least nine, if not 10 million views now is, is my, that teenage dirt bags challenge that was going oh, yes. on. Oh, wow. yeah. was, people flipped over mine. <laughs> we'll repost it for sure. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, I love TikTok. It's so fun yeah, to make. I've just fun. been, I've been so, 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 so busy. I haven't, had a chance to do it. So I'm trying to get back into it, but I'm a big fan of TikTok. So Elaine, the number four animals. Great. Yeah. Okay, and cool. I, I know you can't promote anything because of the strike, but are we going to see your face on the screen in the coming year? No, I was on a show that ended last year. I was on dynasty. It's, yeah. it's done, uh, but it's, it's archived. So you can go watch reruns and I have some, I I'm a big proponent of and supporter of independent films. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have a few of those that I've done in the past year, but you know, everything, all of Hollywood has really been in a strike. So it's all yeah, been yeah. shut down. So waiting for it to get going again and then, yeah. um, and then ready to get back out there. Yeah. I think Great. something that surprised a lot of people was how much we're in Canada, as I, as I've said, but it affects huge. We, Carly and I both work in TV and film as well. And like, we're. I'm here hanging out like it's yeah. it's affected a lot and a lot, a lot of people so hopefully this stuff you know wraps up soon um but thank you so yeah. much yeah. for taking the time to talking to us to talk to us today this has been truly one of my favorite days <laughs> uh, this we've had some really we've been very 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 lucky to have some incredible people grace us with their presence so I'm not saying that anyone's better than the other but let's just say <laughs> except i am been... yes yes no but but there's there's something to be said about um making us i don't want to speak for curly but i'm going to making us feel like not in a weird like i don't know i just you you're very friendly you're mm-hmm. very welcoming and uh i i just really appreciate the time you gave us very generous of you and I loved every second of it. And I hope you realize, I hope you think this too, but now we're friends. So I'm going to consider you my friend now. So absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then, you know, it's been a little while since I it was for a while there, I was doing a lot of filming in Canada. We filmed superstar there. I have filmed, mm-hmm. um, gosh, so many, <laughs> series and i did a one of my four christmas movies up there and yeah but i haven't been up there no i've filmed two out of four of my christmas movies yeah. up there Early. and um i haven't been in a while and i really miss it i must say are- canada is so lovely you all you all are like in the top 10 
of one of the best places in the world to live. Yeah. It's, and it's not bad. It's all right. Yeah, we, we don't complain. That's for sure. No. We, when, next time you're in Canada, you let us know and yeah. we yeah. hang out with we yeah. can the dogs together. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll definitely um, let you know what, what we uh, think of your product, which I'm sure your CBD line, which I'm sure we'll love. So um Thank you so much. We're very Thank excited. You. We're going to be very giddy after this that we got yeah, to. We're, we're going to have to have a debrief after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to, but um, thank you so much for your time and for all that you do yeah. for animals and for, you know, independent film and everything. So, yeah. Thank you. LGBTQ, so much. we got to shout yes, out. Yes, of course. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Thank you. Thanks thank so you, much, ladies. Alex. This is lovely. Thank <laughs> you so much. Come Thanks. back anytime. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll do. Take care. Finally, thank you.